Hello and welcome to this episode of the 1/160 of a second photography podcast. Today's episode is about reflectors. I've never got on with reflectors. Truth be told, I hate reflectors simply because I'm a one-man band. I've always struggled to hold a reflector and do photography. I've always struggled to carry a reflector. People will be screaming, but it's so light, a reflector is so small can't really pack it in a bag though can you so i've always struggled with reflectors i recognize they're key but they're also not as good as flash people disagree with me in this but i think to get a natural image you need to use flash to get the image that is what the eye sees i I always think you need to use flash but that's just me but using flash is a hassle you've got to carry flash a light stand a modifier triggers batteries soon adds up in it it's a bit of a hassle wouldn't it just be nice to carry a reflector? That That's always been the quandary. Oh, just use a reflector. Well, I can't do good photography while holding a reflector. I've, or I've never been able to, really. So I sort of need someone to hold the reflector for me. If I'm going to have someone to hold the reflector for me, i.e. an assistant, they might as well hold a flash and a softbox. So we're sort of back to this square one. I Don't get me wrong, I have reflectors. I have the basic reflector that is maybe 24 inches, that one everyone has, that fold is a pop-up one it folds down into a sort of circle you put it in a bag reflectors don't need to be high quality and you can get high quality ones and you can get cheap ones there's not much of a difference between them in all honesty as long as they reflect or they block out light or they diffuse light so i've got the standard reflector i've also got a massive reflector that's sort of as almost as tall as me and I, i did a shoot once and i took this along it was actually easier to hold that reflector than it was to hold a small one because I would essentially stand the reflector up, I would lean on the top of the reflector, and it would be sort of pushed into the ground by my body weight, and it would stay where it was. Carting it around was a bit of a hassle, but it it was easier. Folding it up was a bit tricky, but I've got used to folding up those portable backgrounds, so it wasn't the end of the world. And I've got a a last light tri-grip. I don't know why it's called tri-grip, because it just has one grip, but it's essentially more of a triangular shape and it's got a big grip. And that's easier to hold when you're a one-man band. You can hold that quite firmly. It won't blow away. It got damaged by someone, but then I managed to fix it. Now, interestingly, Lasolite have um, quite good warranties and they're really the king of the premium reflector. Are they any better than cheaper reflectors? Mm, Jury's out on that one. But yeah, those are the reflectors I've got and... uh, I know really, I haven't really used them very much. Then I saw a product that I thought, oh, that's a reflector. Oh, I'd like that. Just happened to be browsing a magazine and I thought that could solve all my problems. That could be the reflector for me. And that's the last light halo. If you've listened to this podcast, you know predominantly I do portraiture and street photography, but probably I do more portraiture. I really don't do a lot of landscape photography. I do videography. Even that, you could use a reflector. Yeah, and and I tend to do flash as well, so reflectors aren't really my thing. But I go places and I travel, and I might travel to London, and I'm really keen on travelling light and being nimble. I travel with essentially sometimes a man bag, which is uh, the smallest bag, but I can fit a camera in, and that's it. Camera and lens, or a compact camera, and that's me. Or maybe just put a compact camera in my pocket. So carting along a reflector, even though it's small and it's lightweight, it sort of doesn't work. If I want to be incognito, well, if I'm carrying, even if I've stuffed my camera in my jacket pocket or my trouser pocket, if I'm walking around with a 
folded up reflector in a bag it's still obvious I'm a photographer it's still something that I have to put down when I'm not using it etc so what appealed to me about the last light halo was it packed away and it could fit into a bag and while a reflector can fold away it will never really fit into a bag I ordered it I took a chance I ordered it and it has several upsides to a standard reflector and it has a few downsides interestingly to a standard reflector so let's talk about the halo and how it works so it comes in a bag that is just maybe a few centimeters too small it's a very snug bag it has a carabiner on so you can attach it to things but the main thing is you can fit it in your bag now i'm looking at my tv remote and i'd say it's probably one and a half lengths of tv remote so it's really small it has a minimal footprint and inside is a frame and you pop the frame together like like a tent really it's bits of metal that fit together with elastic that goes all the way around and it's very easy to build a circle so that's the halo i suppose and then you've got your reflective part and it's white and silver that just clips onto the frame and you're done you've got a big sort of handle grip not as good at handling as the tri-grip but certainly better than what you get with the standard reflector so you can hold it and you can fit it on a tripod because it has a tripod mount as well. It doesn't take too long to set up. You'll spend a minute setting it up and you'll probably spend two minutes packing it away. It takes longer to pack away, interestingly, because that case is so small. So like all reflectors, it's going to get blown around in the wind. But because you've got a better grip of it, it's probably less likely to get blown away. Or you're fighting with it so much because you're not holding the frame, you're holding a proper grip. So that's really good. I have used it on every shoot I've been on recently, bar one where... I took it, but it was so bright I didn't use it. So it got taken, and that's the point of it. It's so small and light, I can take it on all my shoots. And it means I can leave my flash at home if I want to, and I can whip this out in an emergency. Get it out, assemble it, explain what I'm doing. It takes about a minute, and then use it, and then pack it away. So what are the downsides? Well, if you buy your 8-pound reflector, it's called a 3-in-1 reflector because you've got gold, silver, white. Sometimes you've got black as well, but you've also got a diffuser in the middle. So if you unzip your reflector, the main bit is a diffuser. Light will be able to go through it. And the idea is you hold it up and it allows light to go through and it just reduces the stoppage of the light. So it takes the light down by one to two stops. You could fire a flash through a diffuser and it would spread the light and it would just make it softer. So diffusers are useful. So if you take your reflector, you unzip it, you've got your diffuser, you can use it as a diffuser. The reflector will have two sides, so it might have silver and gold one side. And then if you take it off and turn it around, it might be black and white. So the black is quite good because you can take light away you can block light out or you can take it away. So we're quite, you know, we're quite used as photographers to having a main light and then using a reflector to bounce some light back to sort of fill in from your key lights or the sun or whatever you're using. If you want a more contrasty image, you can use a black covered reflector or any black material to take away and give more shadow. So you're preventing light from bouncing back. That's really useful. It's not something that is used a lot, but it's very useful to do. So your three-in-one reflector that I'm really calling a four-in-one reflector, you don't get that with the Lasterlite Halo. You get white on one side and you get silver on the other. 
you can't unfold something or unzip something, although maybe they could have designed it that way. So if you want to use a diffuser, you can buy an extra sort of pop-in bit for a diffuser. The diffuser attachment just replaces what you get with it, what the silver and white. That costs maybe £30. So it is possible to have a diffuser, but you've got to pay more. So while 50 or £60, I don't think is that expensive for... So I'm not going to say that's not expensive for a reflector because it is because you can get one for £8. But it's not the most expensive reflector. So there are more expensive reflectors. And you get a big reflector. So the £8 one won't be as big as the Halo. So you get a nice big circular reflector. If you want to use it for diffusing purposes, you've got to pay another bit more. And then it gets expensive. And yeah, maybe it's not so good value. But I've certainly got really good value out of it. And I've been using it loads and loads so what's nice about a reflector is you can put your person with the back to the sun you can shine light on them and you can even things out and you get a more striking image definitely if you want a bit harsher you can use silver to really accentuate things or you can use white if you don't want it so obvious you don't get gold on the last light halo you don't get a gold reflector but i've never been a fan of gold reflectors or i've always felt it makes people look a bit too orange the difficulty is you've got to hold the reflector and you've got to aim it and you spend a long time sort of moving it around to reflect the sun on someone's face you can of course use it with flash so like any reflector you can use it with flash so the common thing is to have a flash above and pointing down at the person's face and then you put a reflector underneath that's called butterfly lighting so you've got the light from above and it gets reflected from the bottom and you get a good ratio of maybe two to one it's not one to one light because they're not going to have the same intensity of flash and a reflector but it's maybe a, a two to one or a three to one where the flash is twice or three times brighter in intensity than the reflected light and you can do lots of things with a reflector but really I, i've never been keen on reflectors until i've had the last light halo and it has meant I can travel lighter. Whether it's worth it is, is, is subjective and, and up to you, really. For me, traveling lighter and not needing to cut around my flash has been worth it. For other people, it might not seem worth it. I, I won't be getting the additional diffuser. I, I won't have a need for that at all. So what I can do is I can still bounce light off, off it using LEDs or flash rather than sh shining it through. Just just use an umbrella, I suppose, if we want that sort of level of diffusion. But yeah, it's a good product and I would recommend it. But while I recommend it, I do appreciate it's probably a bit, a bit Marmite because of its price and it's probably a bit niche. So do let me know what you think of the last light halite. Is it something you would get or is it something you would avoid? Thank you. Goodbye.